Chapter 21 Kissing Cousins Martin is sure that this is a dream. However, the shower water feels hot and wet against his naked body. He doesn't remember stripping down or getting into the shower, just that he is here. The shower doesn't look like the one in Rosie's bathroom, though. No, it's from his old house, back when he still lived with his mom. This had to be a dream, then. A dream mixed with a memory. He stands with his cock in his hand, and he can feel it twitching slightly. He hears the bathroom door squeak open. He tenses up and lets himself go. The shower curtain pulls back. His mother stands there, naked. Silently, she gets in the shower with him, turning her back on him. He isn't shocked. She's done this sort of thing before, always taunting him, always teasing him. Her perfect body is so close, but always just out of reach. She's alive, and he can hear the whisper of her breath. She should be dead, though. He tries not to look, as he knows that this is just one of her games. His resolve lasts but seconds, before his eyes drift down to the bubble of her ass. She turns her head. Her raven black hair is soaking wet, which gives her a slutty look. She knows he's looking. She always knows. She turns around now. Martin tries to focus his attention on her streak of red hair, but can't help but sneak a peek. She moves closer, her big breasts bouncing a little with each step. Despite himself, he is hard, and he hates himself for that. She got to him again. This is the point where she usually laughs at him, or calls him a pervert. But it's different this time, perhaps because this is a dream. She says nothing. Instead, she embraces him, and he can feel her hard nipples pressing against his bare chest. This is another one of her tricks. Has to be. Getting in close so that he'll lower his guard. He has at least half a foot on her, and he uses this advantage now by staring straight ahead. Don't give her any attention, he thinks. Maybe she'll just go away. But she feels so warm, and his cock throbs with excitement at how close she is. His body tenses up at her touch as he wonders what exactly she has planned. Maybe she's going to jerk him off again, to the point where he's ready to come, and then squeeze him tight until it feels like he's going to burst. Or was she just going to punch him down there, causing him to double over, and then kick him when he's down? But she hasn't done that for a while, not since he had had his growth spurt around age 16. I'm sorry, she said quietly, so quietly, in fact, that he almost didn't hear her. I'm sorry, she says again. I've been so cruel to you. She sounds genuine, but she has fooled him this way before, too. He's on his guard again. Your dad, he hurt me very badly, she said, and Martin could hear her choking up. And all the anger I had for him, I took out on you. She begins to shake, and now feels cold to the touch. His heart goes out to her a little, but he quickly takes it back. She isn't going to fool him again. This is just some play for sympathy. Stay with me tonight, she said. Please, I don't want to be alone. She looks up at him, and there are tears in her bluish-green eyes. He shows no emotion, though, even as she buries her face into his chest. I've been having bad dreams, she confesses now, 
It's always the same dream, really, over and over again. I'm in this steel mill, and there are people there, but sometimes they turn into wolves. They tell me that I'm one of them, and that I'll be joining them soon, and I wake up screaming and shaking and feeling so cold. Martin feels an overwhelming sense of deja vu, but he isn't sure why. She tilts her head up, looking up at him, her bluish-green eyes silently pleading with him. He still did not return her gaze and tries his best to ignore her. She isn't going to fool me. Not this time. She pulls away from him, but she still remains close enough to touch. Her breath is heavy now, and that draws his attention. He couldn't help but notice her big, mouth-watering breasts heaving with each breath. You look so much like him, your dad, she said. She licked the bow of her lips in more ways than one, she added now as she ran a finger down the shaft of his cock. Martin groaned at her touch, hating himself again for being so weak around her. She pushes her naked body close to his, and in doing so, presses his cock against her crotch and stomach. She's wet down there, and not from the shower. I wasn't lying when I said that it had been a very long time for me, she said, barely above a whisper. The words trigger a memory. He remembers her coming into his room late one night, half-naked. She sat on the edge of his bed, sobbing, telling him that it had been a long time since a man had touched her. Feeling sorry for her, he touched her shoulder. She shook his hand off and then stormed out of the room, crying. But now in his dream, his mother drapes her hands on his shoulders. She licks her lips again. Promise you'll stay with me tonight, she said, and looks up at him with hope and fear in her eyes. Martin nods. She sighs. I know I'm your mother, she said, but I'm still a woman. She rubs her legs together, and just because I'm your mother doesn't mean that I don't have those feelings that a woman has for a man. Again, she looks the bow of her lips. You can have me any way you want, she said, her breath heavy and strained. I owe you that much. She reached down and grabs his cock. Her touch is gentle, tender, almost motherly. You can close your eyes and pretend I'm someone else, she said, stroking him. Her touch is so tender, but she strokes him like a pro. She lets go, and Martin sighs. We can do it now, she said, her voice shaky. Right here, in the shower, I'll make you feel so good. I promise. Before Martin can say another word, his mother turns away from him, only to bend forward a few seconds later, offering herself to him. Her pussy looks so inviting. He gulps. Take me, she cries. Take me hard and fast. Punish me for all the bad things I've done to you. Martin takes a step forward and then grabs her by the hips, pulling her back. His hard cock is but inches from its first taste of pussy. It's too good to be true. It's a trick. Obviously, it's a trick. She has fooled him again, like she always does. He steps back, shaking his head. She stands, facing him again. It's okay, she said, her voice breathless. It's okay, she said again, embracing him. I've 
given you no reason to trust me. She tries to read him, but he wears a blank expression on his face, foiling her plans. I'll tell you what, she said. I'll make us a nice dinner. Then we can watch a movie together. Not one of your horror movies, though. She swallows, but she's still breathing hard. Then we'll go to bed. It's more intimate in the bed anyway. And we can do it as much as you want, any way you want. Just as long as I can fall asleep in your arms. And you stay with me all night long. Martin nods. She looks down in shame, and her face flushes red. She sighs, and then kisses him on the chin. I love you, Martin, she said quietly. Martin desperately wants to believe that this is the truth, and perhaps in a dream. It is. She slips out of the shower, admiring herself in the mirror for a moment, and then wraps a towel around her body. I'm going to get a few things at the store for dinner, she said casually. I won't be long. She pauses at the door. I wish I had been a better mother to you, she said, and then quickly slips out of the door. But through the open door, Martin hears his mother scream. He covers his ears at the sound, but it isn't enough to muffle the horrid screech of skidding tires or the loud crash that follows. He stands alone, naked in the shower, and in his dream, Martin wonders if this had been his mother's final trick on him. Martin wakes up shivering. He lay naked on the floor, and he's not alone. No, not her. Martin gasps, his heart racing. It can't be her. She's dead. The darkness taunts him, however, with a vision of his mother's naked flesh. But as sunlight pours in through the blinds, Martin breathes a sigh of relief. It's just Summer, his plain Jane cousin. The darkness of the room partially hides her nakedness, clothing her in an air of modesty. But enough of her is exposed that the sight holds his attention. He really doesn't remember much about the day before and what ultimately led them here. Still, the sight of his cousin's small, bare ass stirs something inside of him. And what he hasn't noticed, until now, is that her hips have a nice feminine curve to them. He traces that curve now with a finger, causing her to moan softly at his touch. Martin turns, facing her backside. He kisses her shoulder, and then his kisses travel up to the nape of her neck. She moans, a little louder now, and her body responds in kind, pushing back against him. Theirs is a shared hunger, and now lust utterly consumes them. His hand moves down, caressing her long legs. His touch is gentle, luring her in. Again she moans, encouraging him to continue. He lifts one of her legs, and while he may not remember much about the day before, his cock aches for the comfort of familiar places. Summer jolts awake as he shoves himself deep inside of her. Her shock lasts but seconds. Then she submits to him, giggling as she does so. He holds her leg up, while at the same time thrusts into her with all his might. He'd forgotten how good she feels, and even at this odd angle, her pussy still squeezes him tight. Her soft cries descend into raw screams, even as her lips quiver, in sinful bliss. He quickens his pace. Her pussy drips with excitement. 
His cock throbs inside of her. It won't be long now. Suddenly both man and woman cry out. The climax catches them both off guard. He has never come this hard in his life. The eruption of it is enough to send them both reeling, and it leaves both of them shaking in the aftermath. Mmm, she moans softly, her lips drawing back into a satisfied grin, but she cries out as he pulls free. Martin lays back. Summer turns and rests her head on his bare chest. It was hot this time, Summer says in a hushed whisper. He looks down at her, confused. You're, she stammers as her face flushes red. You know. She casts her eyes down, her face still blushing. It was cold last night, she stammers now. Like ice. She looks up at him again, and he can see the concern on her face, worried, perhaps, that she has offended him. But soothing, she quickly adds. His cousin continues to look at him, as if waiting for him to answer. But he says nothing. Is it because of this? She asks, holding up her palm. Martin's eyes widen. He sits up, and in one swift motion, holds her palm up to the sunlight. There is something there, something familiar. But it looks blurry, and Martin now realizes that he isn't wearing his glasses. Still, the impression is unmistakable. A snake eating its own tail. But as he held it in the light, the snake almost seems to shrink back. Summer pulls her hand away, and her fingers close into a fist. How did you... Summer smiles wide, as if she's about to swallow him whole. You don't remember what happened last night? She asks. Martin shakes his head. Summer closes her eyes, and now has a dreamy look on her face. You were so wild, she says, her voice low and guttural. She opens her eyes wide, and then narrows them, until her eyes are tiny slits. And so was I. She cries, grabbing his cock. Here, let me remind you. She guides his cock to her mouth. Her thin lips part as she pulls him in. Martin grunts in approval. Her head snakes all the way down, swallowing him whole. Martin grits his teeth, his expression pained, but his body knows only pure bliss. She holds him in her mouth, gagging a little as she does so, until she finally pulls her head back. Martin continues to grit his teeth as her lips drag across the long shaft. Fuck yes, he growls as the tip of his cock spills out of her mouth. His cousin sits up, flashing him another wicked grin. He's hard, so incredibly hard. Panting a little, Summer eagerly climbs into his lap, facing him this time. With a deft hand, she guides him inside and then places both her hands on his wide shoulders. Again, Martin grits his teeth. God, she's so tight, he thinks, and she soon gets tighter as her pussy constricts around him, squeezing the life out of him. Last night, she said, you made me your bitch. She looks down, but she still cannot look him directly in the eye. I want you to do it again. She snarls. Her wish is his command. He bucks his hips, and the motion 
pushes her body up. Martin roughly grabs her small ass and pulls her back down to his level. He holds her there, even as his cock greedily pumps into her. And with each thrust, she begs him for more, while down below, her pussy slobbers all over him. His thrusts are wild and savage, but she takes them all in stride, still begging for more. Suddenly, Summer's head snaps up. A loud, shivery cry escapes her lips, and her long, thin body knows only pure bliss. But sex with her is like a drug, and Martin's addiction knows no bounds. He slams into her, showing her no mercy. She is his bitch, after all, and this is about his pleasure, not hers. Her complete surrender to him and her enthusiastic cries make him feel strong and powerful. And those feelings, in truth, are more addictive than sex. He'd been beaten down for so long that he thought he'd never get back up again. But now he fully embraces the power he has over her, embracing it to the point of arrogance. To Summer, he is God and master. And she is just the first. Before this was done, he'd make the entire world his bitch. A shaky hand touches his cheek. The touch snaps him out of his dark fantasies. He looks at her, feeling a touch of pity, as he sees the look of both pain and lust written all over her face. Do it all over me, she pants. Make me your dirty whore. He pulls out. She gasps, a heavy, deep gasp, which is immediately followed by her eyes rolling back in her head. She starts to fall backwards, but Martin catches her around the small of her back. His touch seems to have a medicinal effect. She blinks, and their eyes briefly meet. She quickly looks down and turns her attention to more intimate manners. Her long fingers wrap around his shaft, and once she takes hold, she starts to tug. She's merciless. Her strokes are quick and brutal. Martin again grits his teeth. His hips buck. His cock throbs. Any second now. She leans back, balancing herself with one hand as the other continues to stroke him off. He cries out, and now so does she as wave after wave of his seed washes over her. A shiver runs down his spine, signaling the end of this monstrous act. He sighs. She giggles, a breathy giggle that soon descends into a steady pant. He looks down at her, admiring her handiwork. She's covered in his cum, most of it collecting on her flat chest, but some of it is splashed across her face and into her red hair. The sight fills him with pride, and unknowingly his lips curl into a cruel smile. Summer catches him looking, and returned his smile. Her smile is less cruel, though, but more suggestive. She dips a finger into his cum, and then puts the finger into her mouth. Mmm, she whispers, still warm. She licks her lips, his cock twitches at the sight. Who would have thought this skinny, awkward girl could be so goddamn hot? She jumps up. I'm going to take a shower, she says. 
No stutter again, Martin thought. Weird. He frowns, deep in thought. At the door she pauses and plays with the strand of her red hair. I love fucking you, she says, the confession spilling from her calm-covered lips. And before he can say anything stupid in return, she giggles and rushes out of the door. It felt so good, Summer thought. So good to be bad. But she just didn't feel good. She felt amazing. Still, she was glad for the break. Although, she found it strange that her pussy wasn't even sore. That surprised her, given how hard they had been going at it over the last couple of days. Summer had to remind herself to be careful, though. She could easily see herself getting too carried away, and her mom would be home soon. So, she just couldn't run wild. But she could still feel him, and her pussy purred in the places where his big cock had only recently touched. Summer rubbed her legs together, aching to feel him again. Her hands drifted down towards the large gashes on her flank. This is where he had marked her. The wounds were deep, and a painful reminder that his love came at a price. Still, the wounds were starting to scab over, and in time they would heal, leaving nothing but scars. He had completely dominated her, and she liked belonging to him, especially if it meant getting to fuck him again. Any time, any way, anywhere, she promised herself. This must be what it's like to be drunk or high, she thought. And I love it. Her hands moved away from the wounds and towards her crotch. She suddenly felt very girlish, almost giddy. Girlish, she may be, but her thoughts turned very adult as she rubbed her clit. She came fairly quickly, a pitiful little sigh escaping her thin lips as she did so. But abusing herself hadn't had the desired effect. Instead, it left her restless and wanting more. The curtain pulled back. On instinct, she rushed to cover herself, but dropped her guard immediately when she saw it was him. He stepped into the shower with her. As much as she loved him, for some reason, it still felt wrong to look him in the eye. Because you're his bitch, a voice whispered into her ear. Instead, her eyes drifted down to his crotch. She gulped. He looked so big and hard. The most intimate part of her body responded in kind, gushing in want of him. She turned her back on him, then bent forward, placing her hands against the shower wall. No words were spoken, but it was clear they both wanted the same thing. He slipped easily inside of her, but it proved to be a tight fit. Summer took the lead this time. She whimpered. It hurt. Hurt a lot, because he was so big. Her pussy gorged itself on him, but it was never enough. It always wanted more. Summer, a voice called out. Summer gulped. Shit, it was her mom. Summer, her mom called out again. Fuck, Summer said under her breath. She quickened her pace, pushing back against him even harder. It hurt. It hurt so much, but there was no way she was going to stop now. Summer, her mom called out a third time. Where are you? Martin started to groan, and by his groans, she could tell he was close. 
Summer, her mother screamed. Answer me. I'm coming, Summer cried. She could feel Martin's cock twitching inside of her. I'm coming, she cried again, her body shaking. I'm coming, Summer screamed at the top of her lungs. And now her body nearly goes limp. It's a reward for a job well done, as her pussy spat out its seal of approval. She felt so empty now, but that feeling didn't last long. A few seconds later, Martin's hot seed poured into her. She sighed, but there was no rest for the wicked, and she began thrusting back again, making sure that she got every last drop. He pulled free of her. The suddenness of it caused her to utter a short oof. There had been a lot, and now his cum, mixed with hers, ran down her long legs. It seemed like such a waste, but he had more than enough to spare. She turned to face him, but again she felt a shyness around him, and she still could not look him in the eye. Summer knew that they had done things that would be considered shameful as far as polite society was concerned, but deep down, far at the back of her mind, she also knew that given the chance, she'd sink even further into depravity with absolutely no hesitation. Summer, her mom called out again, I need to talk to you. Jesus, Summer muttered under her breath. Summer leaned in for a kiss, but Martin turned away at the last moment. She sighed, a little annoyed. Was a kiss so much to ask for, especially after all the things they had done together? But she couldn't stay angry at him for long. Her body ached to stay with him. Tonight, she told herself. Tonight, when Mom is asleep, we'll do it again. But right now, Summer had to find out what her mother wanted, or she'd never get any rest.